Hey, it's Fran. Welcome to This Game Could Be Your Life. I mean, it could be. Let's be honest. It probably isn't, but there is a chance that it could be. Um, so this week, we've got something a little bit different for you. As an interlude between campaigns, about a month after we finished recording the Dungeon World stuff, we got together, we did a one-shot, brought in a couple friends, so we got seven PCs on this. I know, I know. Seven PCs is an awful lot. Way more than anyone wants to play with. But we're doing a, a dungeon crawl here. We're doing first edition Tomb of Horrors, well-known D&D adventure. Um, we thought it'd be a fun little break before we dove into another campaign. So we recruited some others. We sat in an office in Old City one night and played for a couple of hours. And that's what you're about to hear. And the best part, you don't have to wait for any of it. It's all here. We're giving it to you all at once. You don't have to keep hitting refresh, waiting for it to appear in your feed. Where is it? Where is it? Where's the next episode? What's happening in the tomb? It's all here for you today. So hope that you guys enjoy it. Check it out. Fantastic. Well, everyone, welcome to uh, Tomb of Horrors. So we're going to do some first edition dungeon crawling tonight. Uh, before we do, we all need characters. Mm -hmm. So we are using a mix of seven pre-generated characters that come along with Tomb of Horrors. So um, I don't know how you guys want to do it. There's seven of you. Um, there are seven characters. Um, I will tell you right off the bat that they are in no way equal or fair to one another. Some of them are significantly more powerful than the others. So I don't know how you want to arrange this, how you want to do it. I'll quickly tell you what they are. There's a, a gnome fighter illusionist, level 5, level 6. Level 5 fighter, level 6 illusionist. A human paladin, level 11. An elf, 7th level magic user, ninth level thief. ninth level human cleric. ninth level human magic user. Halfling Fighter 4, Thief 5, Human Fighter 9. Uh-huh. Those are your characters. Oh, well, you guys already got that. Well, you guys have, like, a thing. I mean... We don't have to. No, it doesn't matter. It's not character-specific. Oh, okay. That makes sense. What's the thing? What's the thing you got? Oh, right. It's not... It's not... Yeah. So, um... We decided to do a little bit of character work before this game, and, um... We're going to be Ernest and Dickie Millspaith. Father-son adventuring team. <laughs> okay. The general uh, concept being that we are scouting out the Tomb of Horrors for potential condo development. <laughs> okay. Seem, sounds lucrative. I will well, stop. there's lots of gold to be gained for the bulk. <laughs> gold for the bulk. I mean, I like this. if this Straight is like a centuries-old dungeon, it feels like prime real estate. Like, I believe so. I'm not even clearly. using it, right? Um, yeah. I will say, as a note, that the way you play your character is probably more key to your success than the strength of your character. Uh -huh. So being one of the lesser characters isn't a huge detriment. Um, I do want you guys to all pick alignments as well. Oh, okay. If you get rid of um, all of the undead, you will have a little bit of white flight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 I'll do it. You know, the, the no... Don't, 
the gnome fighter illusion sounds kind of awesome. Okay. I would yeah. love to but play the really or the gnome, because uh, back in high school, everyone would always make me play the short players. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Now's your old, chance to play. Not a gnome. <laughs> for old time's sake, I don't feel right. You want the halfling, you said? Sure. If you want the gnome, I'll take the halfling. There's no. only one gnome, so I don't know if you guys uh, are going to... Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm saying if you want it to be father-son, a gnome's not going to work. Uh, only... then you can, you can, you can be adopted. For <laughs> <laughs> a disappointment. I'll do that. Okay. Which one? Gnome? Fighter illusionist? Fighter thief? Fighter illusionist. Well, which one's the gnome? The gnome is the fighter illusionist. I'll do fighter thief. That's fine. That's I the happening the fighter thief. You've got... Can we hand it down? Here is your gnome Yay. fighter illusionist. Uh, the paladin is lawful good. I put his alignment in. The He's rest of them... He's human. The okay. rest of them do not have a line. There's two paladins, right? No, there's only one paladin. I could swear I've heard two. You've it's a cleric and a paladin. Oh, a cleric. I'll take the cleric. The cleric can pray. As a, as a spell? Yeah. Um, a prayer? Yeah. Uh, one of them, I, I think one of them does have prayer. Okay. That'll be helpful. <laughs> um, all, all of us have that spell. It doesn't work as well. <laughs> uh, it stops gun violence. So we've got an elf magic user thief, a human cleric, a human magic user, a human fighter, and a human paladin remaining. I'll mm-hmm. take the, hu- uh, the human fighter's calling to me. He's a brute. Do it. I'll right, I'll human, I'll he's got percentile no. strength, which is a oh, cool first edition. Yeah, he's Goodness a beast. gracious. Okay. Who, who wants the paladin? I'd like somebody to I want that sneaky elf. Let me get that, that the, boy. The, <laughs> that boy. Magic <laughs> user thief? Yeah. Oh, I'll take the paladin. I'm feeling the cleric. I'll take the paladin. That sounds good. just like you said the cleric? Yeah. Kirk, that leaves you as a human magic user. Oh. Um, so your hit points are listed on there as what you should roll for your hit points. So you should do that now. All right. Yo, this guy's beefy. 90, 10 plus 36. <laughs> Nine, 94 plus 18? That seems like too much for a Man, I Thank you. Oh, also, uh, one bit of housekeeping. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that because you guys are all in a room with four microphones recording, and we're going to say that you are all consenting to be recorded and then put onto, uh, put into public public syndication. On we're literally things. dozens of people. We're yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. Count me in. All right, great. Indeed. <laughs> we really have dozens of listeners. Our hosting company, who I did put on blast, as everybody in that podcast knows, um, then, after I did that, fucked up all our reporting, um, and then for three months, we had no stats. So we have no idea how many people listen to this thing, until very recently it just came back on. So Christian is definitely listening yeah, Christian. right now. But other than that, I don't know who else. That's our number one fan in Canada. Yeah, okay. Christian, if you're listening, give us a call. Still Please thinking about you, Christian. Worried about you, buddy. Christian, I did give you my phone number, so I'm still waiting for that call. You're on the hook, bud. Uh, so, Human Fighter 9, Colin Day. Colin Day, okay. It's extremely human fighter of you. Uh-huh. Uh, 78 hit points. I just rolled 90, 10, plus 36. I want to say they pretty... Could have been a lot better. Could have been a lot worse. Was it 90... Nine? Oh, it's the total is seventy eight. I rolled oh, ninety ten. Okay. And what's your armor class? Negative uh, one. Okay, which, the, the is this lower a the game no, it's it's pre fake Oh Jesus! Uh, but the lower your armor class, the better. The paladin is something stupid. Negative seven. Hello. It's negative seven. Oh, seven. <laughs> I can't be touched. No, pretty much. Um, so when you have a name and your hit point total, throw them at me. Uh, my name is Ernest Millsplace, and my hit HP is seventy. 
And you have the negative seven armor class? That's correct. Did you have, I'm sorry, 80 hit points? 70. 70. Yeah, it didn't roll so high. Okay. You want to do this, dude? I can help you out. Yeah, I got it. Okay, I'm, I'm Dicky Millsplate. Millsplate. Millsplate, excuse me. Um, and my hit points are 39. And that armor class, Dicky? Four. Okay. Bit of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, my name's Rub Butterson. <laughs> uh, I'm a human magic user, level nine. Mm-hmm. And I'm 42. Uh, I got 42 HP. <laughs> and your AC? Yeah, uh, my AC is three. I'm curious. Unless, unless I had to do something. No. Nope, so, 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 I'm oh curious. Like, uh, what's uh, what's Rob Butterson's reason for being here? Clearly, part of the like, like prestigious <laughs> Butterson. He's a little bit, he's a little bit <laughs> in and out, you know, like yeah, okay. between two worlds, if you know. What I mean. mm-hmm. All right, I, I am Fron Champels. Fron. Fron. How, do you, how do you spell that? F R A W N, and then Champels is. Self-explanatory. <laughs> I am a human cleric, level nine. I have forty-four hit points and negative one AC. All right, fantastic, Fron. I'm gonna write down everybody's names because what do we got going on here. All right, I seem to have forty hit points, and uh, my name is Sam. Sam, and what's your armor class? Sam? Um, it says minus one here. Okay. Do I need to do anything else with no, that? No, you're good. And I will say that you have the illusionist, right? Yes. His seven, his seven charisma, or her seven charisma? Her. Her seven charisma is the single lowest attribute that anyone had in the entire list oh, cool. of 20 pre-made characters. Oh, wow. In case anyone's wondering. And you're a, sorry, an illusionist. Uh, fighter, fighter, fighter illusionist. illusionist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try to like you, but... Down please. there, Elvin, uh... <laughs> Not very like Go Gogan Tumla! Thief magic user, <laughs> what do we got? <laughs> How many hit points? Uh, 37 hit points. That makes you the low man. Jeez. Wow. How many, which arm cost? Uh, my AC is... Wait, where is that? Oh, there it is. One. Okay. Did you have a minus one AC? Uh, that's what it yeah. says. Yes. Yeah. really strange to me. Ernest has a minus seven arm request. Which is legit. So you're just constantly taking damage. No, no, the, <laughs> lo- the lower the better. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> you have like magical full play to shield. You have yeah. so much shit. The I'm paladin well, is. I'm well equipped. You're at the first. As a real estate agent, <laughs> I'm well equipped. Well, you know, like as a real estate agent, you go to like some shady places. You have to go to bad neighborhoods. You know, like I, yeah, I used to go to like magical old. Joe, you got a name? Yeah, they. I'm all known only as the whip. The whip. The whip. <laughs> <laughs> can everyone go over their names again so I can write these down? Yeah, yeah. Um, I am Rob Buttersworth. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Can we get name and class? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I am a magic user. I'm a human magic user, Rub Buttersworth. Uh-huh. Uh, Colin Day, the lawful neutral human fighter. Oh, yeah, we can pick a line. Uh, oh, yeah. Damn it. Lawful neutral, okay. Colin Day. I will say, the Palin thing, I'm just curious how this is going to match with your real estate development. Okay, well, that's a good question. So That's a good question. So I am... Lawful, I am law, lawful evil. No, you are lawful good. It's written on your sheet. Oh, but I, why did you make me pick then? <laughs> I said everyone picks but the paladin because paladins uh, have to be lawful. Oh, good. yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, I'm evangelical. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm an evangelical paladin. So on paper, I'm pretty good. So you're really just passionate about real estate development? Yeah. 
And Jesus. And hair pieces. Necro Jesus. I do want you to read this this five part uh, restrictions that apply to paladins only. That's a lot. That's a lot of reading. Sorry, Jason. What's your name again? Uh, Ernest Millsplate. And I am his son, Dickie Millsplate. Constant disappointment. Uh, (laughs) I'm a halfling fighter. (laughs) And he. Fail son. And Jason, I'm sorry, your class was. Uh, I love that you're the halfling son Paladin. of a human. <laughs> and is lawful evil thing? Yeah. I'll be lawful. Well, so I am trying to take him in the fold. I've recently found out about Dickie okay. Millspace, and um, I'm trying to take him sort of into the family business. So far, it's been mixed results at best. Okay. Um, oh, those of you who are spellcasters probably have a, bu- a bunch of spells written on the back. The illusionist has got them on the front. Um, but. Uh, I think the clerics and magic users probably have it on the back. I have a spell called a hammer. I have to strike <laughs> something with a hammer. I love how minimal the fighter is. That's, you a, have nothing. Can you have I, no ability. Can I ask for one thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Ten foot pole. I was about to say, you got, assume you all have standard adventuring gear. That's some amount of money in gems and gold. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, the standard adventuring gear. Ten foot poles, a okay. crowbar, uh, crampons. Definitely want some crampons. <laughs> Ten foot pole is standard adventure gear. Oh yeah, never never leave home without it. <laughs> there's and there's then, only like four or five problems that an adventurer cannot solve with a ten foot pole. I mean, when you see a bunch of dudes walking in the house with these poles <laughs> twice as long as they are tall, I can think of the five problems right now. Adventures. Yeah. 11 foot wall, 12 foot wall, 13 foot wall, 14 foot wall, 15 foot wall. And then it stops there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then it picks back up at 16. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right. Uh, as long wall. as you can see through the wall, I mean, we're all right. Uh, alignments? Anyone? Uh, oh, yeah. So I'm lawful evil. Lawful evil? Yeah. All right. I'm the, I'm whip. the whip. The whip. And I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, a thief and a magic user elf, and uh, I am chaotic neutral. Okay. The wild card. I think I'm Sam. I think I'm true. Sam is a let's see, just a a good, 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 whatever the term is. The goodest of goods. The goodest a of goods. A lawful good. Lawful All good, right. but out for adventure. Wants okay. to uh, wants to come of age and make a name for herself and go on excellent adventures. It's all happening. Or good friends. It's all happening. You're the first to get got. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> 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 Ron Shample, the human cleric of a chaotic good disposition. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Classic adventure alignment. Uh-huh. And you said neutral? Alright, uh, neutral. any quick questions about anything you may have? Any of your items or anything like that? Uh, yeah, could you say, so just, I guess this is more general to everyone. Um, so I have a short sword. It says plus one to hit. And then I'm guessing... A roll. The d20. Yeah, so then the 1d6 plus 1 is your damage. That's damage. Great. Uh, so I have a question. So for the, is it like the 5th edition where you would, so like for strength I have 17, would that be plus? It's two? already factored into your thing. So, yeah. oh, for, oh, to hit. Yep. So, it's already oh, in okay. there. Okay, great. So what does that mean? So I have a strength of 10. So you're not getting any bonuses from that. Yeah, but that should be factored into your hit. It is, which is nothing, but. Yeah. Oh, so you shouldn't have anything. But my, but my dexterity gives me plus five on my sling. That makes sense. Yes, it does. 
Um, your saving throws, the lower the better. When you make a saving throw, you want to roll that number or higher on uh, a d20. Got it. Got it. Um, so a bunch of you, especially the gnome and the halfling, you guys have got some good bonuses from being gnomes and halflings against like poison and magic. The paladin gets a straight bonus of two to all of them. Um... So it's all it's all in there. It's all factored. Fran, I've got a plus four versus fireballs, lightning bolts. Is that a disadvantage? No. Uh, so uh, you add that. To you your add it to your roll yeah. is what you would do. So since you're trying to roll higher, it would help you with your roll, um, and that's due to your dexterity. Some of you guys have a bonus, and by it says like fireball, lightning bolt, etc. What that's referring to are like area effect spells. So like so for example, I have like a plus four to lightning bolt. So. If I were to roll a natural 10, it would be like a... 14. Plus 14. 14. <laughs> and you would only need an 8 anyway. Yeah. 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 yeah, most likely. I got it. Yeah. Right on. Cool. Uh, I think I get it. Yeah, yeah. seems pretty straightforward. Great. I have questions. Um, it says under my equipment here, it looks like braces of protection, but that seems not right. Bracers. Bracers. Okay. They're like uh, braces. Solid. <laughs> 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 no, they can be braces. They can be. I have braces or little skinny suspenders. And I guess just like as a question. No, actually, if you have a question, you immediately. I'm about to be your enemy, so if you want a good answer. Alright, Robe of Blending. What is it? It doesn't have any bonuses. It's like a chameleon power. You can, like, go against a wall, and you'll look like the wall or something. Uh, and I will just, like, go up to a painting and remove my eyes. And so, like, for example, Cure Light Wounds. That I just roll D8 and can distribute the points? Or? No. One, one person gets it. Okay. And you're, you're laying on hands... You can use one. It cures, what, 22 or something? Uh, I'll have to take a look. It's written on there. But you can, that's a one-shot as well. So it does it all. It does the healing all at once. I have and then I have, apparently I have a horse. horse. You just say you want to cast it. Okay. You've okay. Got I've got a horse. I've got a horse. Let alone the horse. Well, right. once you use it, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay. That's so you easy. should name him Bill. Why would never get home? Bill the party? You pretty much that now. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, are we ready? He has a horse. I have a horse. Oh, yeah, you know, we can talk about your horse. The paladin's got everything. You have a horse. So, um, the horse. It is kind of magical. As a paladin ability, when you reach fourth level, you summoned your horse. It's a fairly competent creature. Should it die, you cannot summon another one for ten years. Well, i got to keep Jambo safe. <laughs> Jambo. Jambo. Uh, how many hit points does Jambo have? Uh, he has 31 HP. Okay. Never enough. Okay. And his armor class? His AC is five. Okay, plus five. Oh, Jambo. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how Jambo does. Under spells. Yes, um, detect invisibility, detect illusion, pretty self-explanatory. Phantasmal force it's and an change self. Phantasmal force is an illusion. Okay. So you can create a pretty convincing illusion. Change yeah. self, you can change your appearance to look like something or someone else. Also, okay. you can search for uh, AD&D spell tables and you find yeah. a very nice, uh-huh. very nice thing if you're... you're hmm. I thought I would just ask him. You could, yeah, or you could look <laughs> in this book, which sure. is here as well. Cool. And uh, what about mirror image? Mirror image creates duplicates of you. Ooh. So it's like a defensive spell. That would be very helpful for Nice. Tracks. Very nice. Um, and, and blur? I assume. Blur makes you look shaky. Also okay. defensive. Yeah. The illusion spells are a bit odd. Uh, that's DC, cool. I think, right? It just makes you harder to hit. Yeah, I think it gives, you like a per- it gives someone like a percentage mischance when they attack you. Okay. Um, 
I think we're ready. Ooh, I'm nervous. Can I just I'm also ask what infravision? Oh, you can see in the dark. Oh, you can see in the dark? Yeah. Okay, and move. when would I want to move. use my braces of protection? They're automatic. You're wearing them. Okay. It's one of the reasons why your armor class is so low. I see. Okay. It's essentially good armor for those who can't use armor, which is most spellcasters. Since I'm going on my first adventure as Sam the Gnome, I will call them braces of protection. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> All right, then, let us get started, intrepid adventurers. All right, uh, Rub, Colin, Ernest, Dickie, The Whip, Sam, and Fron, and Jambo. Let's not forget Jambo. Um, so the seven of you have set off to find what is rumored to be a source of great treasure, an excellent real estate opportunity, uh, but also a place that houses uh, unspeakable evil, traps, and danger. It's taken the seven of you some time to piece together enough information. Uh, combing, combing through... Sorry, my computer went to sleep. Doesn't that usually fuck up Audacity? I don't know. No. Not sure? Yeah, the problem is if you hit the space bar to restart it, it'll pause it. Yeah. Okay. So just make sure you don't restart yeah. it. Like, so bring your computer back. Wake it up and probably adjust the power setting so that it doesn't... It doesn't do I prevent it from going to sleep when the display turns off. Sick. Sorry about that. No problem. Um, so it's taken you guys a while kind of piece together information. Libraries, uh, going through some dusty tomes, shaking down um, some old adventures, befriending a wizard or two along the way, piece together where you needed to go. And now, months and months, maybe even years later, you find yourselves, the seven of you, on an unmapped island deep in the center of the Sea of Sorrows. You've hired a ship captain. Um, he captained the ship. The, uh, the dirty duck dropped you off at the island. He's staying about 300 yards offshore. Um, it's kind of a shaky craft, um, but when you explain where you wanted to go and what you wanted to do, no one wanted anything to do with this. You guys really had to uh, scrape the bottom of the barrel, the, the barnacles as they are, um, to get someone to bring you here. He said he'd wait five days for your return, then after that, he leaves. So he's dropped you off on this island, uncharted, in the Sea of Sorrows. You've been here for about half a day, um, the seven of you, kind of working in groups, combing around the island, looking for it, and then finally the information matches up with what you had going into it. Um, and you find yourselves uh, staring at a low, flat-topped hill, about 200 yards wide, 300 yards long. Only ugly weeds, thorns, and briars grow upon the steep sides and bald top of the 60-foot high mound. Mm. Are, uh, are, old mom. are barnacles bad for whales when they grow on them? Uh, no, they love that shit. They're symbiotic. Is it good for them? I don't know that barnacles do grow on whales. Do they? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Anyway, sorry, Ben. Continue. That's it. It's up to you guys, man. There's seven of you. You guys are standing in front of this, like, 60-foot... High mound stretches 200 feet in one direction. About 200 yards. A 200 by 300 yard mound rising up in front of you. And you're certain that this is it. This is what you came for. Uh, I guess we should search for some kind of entrance. I don't... Um, I'm, what I'm most fascinated by is like the construction of this thing. Like someone had to like build it. Could be natural. Could be natural. It's a flat top. God built it. God built it. <laughs> So, yeah. God. Necro God. Yeah, Necro Jesus? Necro, Je- Necro Jesus. Do you think he this? Uh, so, I'm not really thinking about Necro Jesus right now. I'm on top of Jambo. Okay? And I'm thinking, here's what I'm thinking. Here's my Jambo the whole time on the, on the, on the dirty duck. Uh, Jambo. 
I care for Jambo, but I see Jambo also as a as a tool. You know? Right? My father, Ernest Millsplate the second, would tell me that you shouldn't get attached to horses, houses, or jobs. Because mm-hmm. that shit leaves. Mm-hmm. So I'm riding Jambo. Here's what here's what I'm thinking. Beachfront property. Right? Nice climate. See what you're saying. A cold That's wind right. whips up around you. <laughs> it's raining. Okay, so here's the thing. It's, it's a fixer-upper. It's a fixer-up. cozy. Yeah. Cozy environment, right? He's going to... Um, Ernest is going to take Jambo. Hop, hop! And he's going to hop him. And he's going to look for some kind of entrance on this big old hill. Uh, you know do this, yeah, you like got a perimeter, Like a perimeter ride. Sure. So you uh, set off on Jambo, cover the perimeter. It takes about a couple minutes, 200 by 300 yards or so, mm-hmm. uneven ground. Uh, you scope it out, you don't see anything. It's just like overgrown briars, thorns, fallen trees, tangles of weeds, completely surrounding the place. We should set fire to the branches, clear them all out. I like this plan. Does anyone have any detect illusions? I had detect magic. I do. Was just gonna say. And just remember, once you use a spell, it's gone. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah, and you get spots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. You burn them up. Okay. Well, in this case, you don't burn a slot. You, you burn, burn the spell. spell. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Oh. Now, what is the brother? Uh, what is the flora and fauna of this island? Do we have what? What, what are we dealing with? Like subtropical? Uh, and uh, what do we have for? Do we have any grazing animals? Uh, are there any larger beasts? Um, you kind of expect it. You wouldn't expect larger beasts on an island that's kind of isolated. Uh, but you would have expected, based on the region, stuff a little more lush, a little more lively than you found it. Um, and kind of the closer you've come to this mound, the more like the cave and rotting stuff is. Um, and now that you've got a couple minutes to kill while uh, Ernest and Jambo are at, you notice that like it's not the sound of a bird. There's no little rodents or anything scurrying around. So Nothing like that. Life has halted in its rut. Looks so like right. it may not be completed or anything. Uh, dead ones. Totally bloated. You get close to one and it explodes. Explodes the flies. That looks pretty fun. I okay. So I finish my my trip around this hill, and I turn to my beautiful son Diggy, and I and I tell him. Dear boy, uh, <laughs> I, I, this is quite a promising uh, location, but I would ask that you ascend the hill <laughs> to, to, to see what we can see, dear boy. <laughs> Dickie is uh, terrified of his, of his dad. So here's the thing, you know, Dickie is a level four fighter, which represents the first half of his life as a, you know, young ragamuffin, as, you know, he's a bastard son of uh, Ernest. And, uh, or no, I'm sorry, he's a level five thief, which represents, you know, the first 15 or so years of, you know, rough living, whoring, lots of that, dicing, gambling, more whoring. Uh, and then, you know, when uh, Ernest came calling, you know, it trained him in the fighter ways. So, level four, and he's extremely obedient and happy to be with Ernest. So he's like, you know, I, I see Dickie's being about 20 years old. Young boy, young smooth boy. Yeah, totally shorn. Mm. Uh, okay, Dad. Oh, I'm not. Do I do, 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 should I do this voice again? It's gonna. Oh, it's just gonna be Willem, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> okay, Dad. There you go. Yeah, a little bit of hope. Yeah, a little bit of muscle. So, are you, are you approaching Dicky? 
yeah, you know what I do? I uh, are there any are there any places that seem especially rocky or craggly? All, all of them. Okay. And, and none of the rocks seem out of place, like different, differently colored or anything like that? From where you are, nothing seems unnatural. I mean, aside from the fact that it's particularly, like, dead here and tangled, but there's no, like, strange colors, no strange formations that you notice. Right. I, um, I pick up a rock and I just kind of, like, underhand it, like I would be skipping a stone right, right on top of the mount. On top of the mount? You throw it up top? Yeah, throw it up top. All right. Just flies up there, sinks out of you, lands in some high grass. Yeah. Dear boy, dear boy, please proceed to the top. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I go. I, I I try to find some footing and scramble up to the, the apex. All right, you have climb walls. I think it's one of your thief abilities. Abilities. Yes, I do. It's a percentage, right? Yeah, so 75. Do I so roll that or lower on the do 2d10 make a percentile die. You should you have a d10 that has the double numbers on it? I do. Yeah, so roll that with the other one. Roll them both. Okay. I'm sorry, what's the other one? Oh, it's a D10 that doesn't have double numbers. Oh, I see, I see. You roll them together. Makes sense. And it's take time, right? 50. I've already failed. No, you've already succeeded. Yeah, you got 25 and fail. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. No, 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 76 and higher would fail. That's what I mean, yeah, yeah, within the 20, that's that's the failure point, 25%. Yeah, okay, so 51. 51. All right, so you uh, go up, um, kind of sink your hands into some of the tangle that's down there. You kind of sink in a little bit um, and get closer and you kind of, as it shifts, you feel your body kind of press a little bit into stone, wood, something, but like kind of a firmer surface. And you're kind of sunken in a little bit um, and you climb to the top um, of this mound. There's something, there's, there's something here, Father. You notice some stone formations um, when you get up to the top. Okay. Um, what do they look like? Just like... Stack stones. Or? When you first approach them, they're just kind of stones laid out. As you get closer, it looks like they were almost kind of deliberately placed. And then you have a little aha moment. Um, you find like some tree stumps on top. You stand on the top of them and look down a little bit from your low halfling height. Um, you realize that actually you're forming into like a grinning skull. I'm real little. Uh, if I can, I'd like to pop up behind him Batman style. <laughs> well, you're the whip. You can do that at any time. Sam, being the lawful, good, kind adventurer that she is, is going to immediately follow him up in order to protect and help. Okay, so you're you're following him up. Yep. Okay. Trying to put my hands in the same spots that he is. All right. So both of you guys, and Sam and the whip, you guys are both climbing up as well. It sounds like. Yeah. All right. So you guys follow the same way. Feel a similar thing. Got to sink into the the growth a little bit. Hit against something firm, um, and then scurry up to the top where you find Ernest. What have you found, boy? <laughs> Get on the stump. You'll see that it's a grinning skull. Ominous. Cool, says Sam excitedly. Most ominous. Yes. <laughs> so, so when we saw when I was climbing, I felt like wood and stone and shit. Yeah, definitely, you'd have to explore it a little bit more, but, like, you didn't just sink, you know? You kind of went in a little bit and then hit again, like, a hard surface. There's a wall. There's a wall behind us, of some sort, behind the tangle, y'all. I'm also making my way up there. Are you a hip-hop boy? I'm feeling like Colin is definitely, like, mercenary in it for the coin. I'm pretty sure Rub's the one that hired him. 
Okay. So I'm like, as soon as you move, I'm like, shield up, at the ready, at the side. Yeah, and he's my shield. Yeah. So I'm like, right behind you him. You have some kind of ridiculous weapon. Maybe you have like a really small hammer. A plus two four. hammer. It's, <laughs> I gotta say, not, not one D4. Yeah, well, four plus eight. That's what I mean. You can't um, it's like this hulking brute. It's like a tiny. Hammer. <laughs> I don't. It's not even like a war hammer. It's like a tiny hammer that bails in the wall. And you still do like massive damage. Because your strength is probably four plus eight. You, know, eight. you just gotta Good. tap the right part of the skull. Colin's been around the block. <laughs> I can see why I hired. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like plus three shield. I'm feeling like it's one of those like. Perfectly round, like Captain America style. I like that. I'm already like in Centurion formation, like just a single one. <laughs> no yeah. black, Do you know what your hammer's name is? Uh, I didn't think, yeah, I'll figure, I'll find I was out. thinking it's the picture hanger. The picture hanger. <laughs> because it's like a little wall, yeah. and you just like, pop, <laughs> you hit it right on top of the skull and it cracks. So uh, then you guys are going up as well, it sounds yes. like. All right, so uh, everyone's up there now, but Ernest. Yeah, and, and, uh, and Jimbo. Oh, yeah, so you're not. That's true. I'm, I'm, front. I'm, I'm kind of poking around in the uh, flora down at the How bottom. How are you poking? I'm, I'm looking around and I'm trying to identify the plants. I'm trying to see if there's anything that may be of use to us in the uh, tomb of horrors that we are about to into descend, which we are about. <laughs> you're a cleric, right? I'm, <laughs> yeah. You've got a nine intelligence? That sounded perfect to me. Um, <laughs> So you uh, poke around, not getting too deep into it, um, and it, uh, there's like an unusual mix of like plant life that's going on here. Unfortunately, it's just about all dead. Okay. Um, you think maybe if you like, uh, this is your type of thing, and you work with some of these things, you can maybe restore some life, get some of the nutrients and qualities out of them you'd want for potions or something like that. But short term, you don't think anything's going to be too useful. As, as a, a long-left cleric as I am, I have noticed that a lot of the cures for poisons reside in the spaces around said poison. Mm, nature does tend to do that. So I'm just checking for stuff that might be perhaps out of the ordinary, my trained eye. And any, any weed down there? Yeah, <laughs> that basically. <laughs> <laughs> Whit, were you... Uh, yeah, I have a question. I have an ability. Oh, oh, <laughs> I have an ability where secret doors two and six. What's oh yeah, I wrote that down because there's an elf. You have a slightly better chance of finding secret doors. Okay, uh, I'm gonna look for a secret door then. Um, how are you doing it? And uh, you're up top, right? Yeah, I'm gonna investigate this uh, skull formation. I need details. How are you doing it? Okay, uh, what's before me again? It's so you guys are basically on top of like a. 60, 50, 60 foot. It was a little bit of a slope. There was a lot of handholds. Um, the path was kind of blazed by Dickie. So you climbed up to the top of this thing. And now you're on like a 200 by 300 yard uh, grassy plateau. It's kind of high grass. Um, and there's these stone formations that make this skull. Um, some tree stumps, some uh, thorns, brambles, all sorts of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like flicking my flint and steel like let me know when. <laughs> I'm going to burn this spot to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> we should dig a fire break around us. <laughs> Put it in the tear spot of the skull. You know, like you tattoo a flaming tear onto it. Yeah. I like this plan. 
<laughs> Let's move forward. All right. Uh, I take my uh, spade. I have a shovel. I sure. take it. Yeah. And I, uh, <laughs> I'm just like like a dog in the beach. I'm just like like a marine in uh, to Crete. I'm making like okay. I'm making like an enormous fire break in this like square around the stumps where we're 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 making. just uh, just enough to keep it like a spray stray spark from. So how big of an area are you trying to secure for your group? I guess uh, I mean with the horse around. It's the horse is at the bottom. The horse. Uh, Ernest and Fran are still at the bottom. In that case, just like a, a half circle in front of us, where if it gets like a little too hot and heavy, we can we can back out. Okay. Uh, so you take a little fire break. You're able to do so. Cool. Uh, you do it while your six companions around the line. I've never been happier. This is just like what I do. This is what he does. Ernest is management. He's a management. He's just yelling stuff. He's just, you know, giving tips. So, man, I, I got to say, with great power of Paladin comes some responsibility to be lawful and be good. You wouldn't want those powers to desert you when you most need them. Is that a threat? Most yeah. <laughs> certainly is a Necro threat. Necro Jesus. <laughs> Necro Jesus. Never let me go. See, the, the tenets of Necro Jesus <laughs> are that uh, he allows others to make their own mistakes. He doesn't like to interfere. Necro Jesus... Is what's known as relaxed fit God. <laughs> he's not like a slim cut God. He's a relaxed fit God. Okay. The Necro Jesus likes what um, Colin Colin Day is up to. <laughs> well, I take my flint and I begin to uh, try to light this shit up. Okay. You do so. You get a little fire going. You looking to just burn the whole top of this thing? Uh, yeah, I want to like light uh, like a, a, a torch and like pitch it right into the top of the skull. Okay. Hearing the commotion at top, I'm going to kind of place my ear to the ground and try to feel if there's anything going on in the air. Okay. So you uh, pay attention, start to look at some stuff, while the rest of these guys burn the top down of this thing. So you uh, station behind your little fire break, throw out some torches, get a little fire going, um, and start to... uh, The cold wind kind of immediately starts to buffet it um, and move it around. So the fire's kind of jumping sporadically all along the top of this uh, large hillside. Um, the area closest to you starts to burn first. Um, it looks like it's not super dangerous. You poke at it a little bit with your hammer um, and see that um, the first big chunk of uh, undergrowth that kind of burns away, underneath it, there's just like thick, heavy cut stone. Whoa. 12-inch cut. Cut. It's cut. 12-inch cut. Um, the chosen stone. Are you saying uh, you you have an ear to the ground, kind of getting a little bit close to the the sides of this thing and listening, eerily silent. There seems to be no reaction from the environment uh, with what's going on up top. I'm going to investigate the tree stumps. Are they in any kind of arrangement, like a circle or no, just kind of randomly spread? Are they stumps, like they've been cut down, or like lightning strike? Looks like they've naturally broken somewhere. Lightning, wind, something. And looking around a little bit, um, not going too far because of the fire, you do see some larger trees that have fallen up there as well. Mm. That kind of vaguely line up with where the tree stumps were. So just to recap, we got to the top of this mountain, saw a big skull, and lit it on fire. Yeah, well, and the skull is, like, laying flat. It's, like, stones on the ground forming skull. Yeah, so the top of this thing um, is burning up, poking around at some of the burnt areas. You see that there is, like, cut stone. Like, this thing is a structure um, that all of this growth has popped up on top of. Ah. So if the tomb is a belly, would you go through the eyes or the mouth? The mouth, for sure. After you 
<laughs> Dicky. It's also on fire. Um, yeah. It, does the mouth appear to have any sort of stairwell or anything get leading down? It's on fire right now. Okay, I wait for a fire to burn. <laughs> All right, so you wait till the stuff in there that burns out. Um, and underneath it, there's just like ashes, soot, and stone. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. We should take a closer look. Yeah, I walk. I walk up closer to the to the. You know. What are you doing? Um. So if it was like a skull, I'd be walking, I guess, towards the chin. Okay. Using my legs. All right. You walk up to its chin. Um. I think I draw my short sword and just kind of like poke around the ashes. Okay. Uh, just hit into stone. You don't notice anything mm. unusual. Okay. There's, yeah. Hmm. Uh, at this point, Ernest is impatient. He rides a beautiful jambo up to the group. He says, What is the delay? <laughs> well, sir, uh, we can't find a way in. <laughs> dear boy. <laughs> oh, dear boy. If the tomb is a belly, <laughs> we would simply go through the mouth. <laughs> well, I like being alone and I slowly follow suit. Okay. Uh, are you saying it's fine you go to top? I'm going up top. So you go up top and it's kind of dark smoke billowing towards you. Um, some of these fires are still burning around. You guys kind of controlled it a little bit with some fire break, put out some areas you wanted to investigate. So you're at the bottom of Jambo. Everyone else is up top. No, I rode up. I rode up. You oh, can't yeah. ride up on Jambo. I can't ride up the hill on Jambo. Oh, Jambo. No. Everyone else had to climb. It's like Oh. Later, Jambo. Yo, let's tie, tie a rope around Jambo's bridle, and all seven of us will lead him up. Okay, I'll leave Jambo there for the moment. Okay. I went up in following, assuming that uh, Ernest had gone. Okay. okay. I give Jambo a gentle kiss. Jambo is my world. <laughs> After my divorce, I got Jambo because I thought I needed company. And um, it's like the and son you, you never had. And Jambo, yeah, it's like the son I always wanted. Your uh, your father <laughs> would not approve. He gave you con- con- a second. He gave you contrary never advice. Get, yeah, never get involved with your horse. I know. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm not. Uh, like I said, Necro Jesus is very nice fit. So <laughs> that's kind of like I don't really listen to rules. I break a lot of rules. Mm-hmm. Um, and I give uh, Jambo a tender kiss, and I kind of like. <clears throat> My heavy plate wander up. My plate is very ostentatious. It's like never been worn. Right. Oh, you know what I'm saying? It was commissioned. (laughs) It was commissioned for this journey. Is Dicky your squire? Like he has to polish your armor? Dicky? No, I'm just showing Dicky the ropes of the family business because I realized after the divorce, um, I don't see my beautiful daughter anymore. Um, Your seven sons are dead, and this is all you have left. uh, I didn't. I don't have one. I mean, I had a lot of things, but I don't have a lot of. Like things to pass on. We had to move into a condo. We had to move into a condo, and it's a nice condo. But I want Dicky, so I give uh, Jambo a kiss, and now I reach the top of this hill. All right, you guys are all up top of the hill, still looking for an entrance. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm gonna keep it. Um, do the eyes appear um different? Do any of the stones appear different? They don't seem to. Different. Oh, on the skull, they all seem the same. Are we sure that this is a, a magical device? Here? <laughs> uh, has anybody checked for this? I've been looking <laughs> at the sky, kind of just up <laughs> for a while. There's nothing like it. 
like nothing in the literature where it like opens at midnight or anything. We didn't find anything in our books. No, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I've ever read read the book. So I uh, I have detect evil as an ability. You can do, you can do it at will. Okay. So if, Hold I, on, if I were to cast out <laughs> Yes, thank you. <laughs> if I were to cast out Detect Evil, would I pick anything up? I don't know, you're gonna have to do it to find out. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna cast out Detect Evil. Alright, so what's that? A sixty foot A sixty right? foot radius. Yeah, so you could get into your little Detect Evil zone, walk around if you want. Yeah, so I just stand right on the skull and I close my eyes and I kind of clench my fist and you just hear <laughs> um, you are getting like a strong feeling of evil to your right, and you look over and his dicky is glowing slightly. <laughs> oh, oh shit! And Dickie's in the eyeball? No, no Dickie is just evil. being Dicky. Exactly. <laughs> Hi, Dad. <laughs> Dad, why are you looking at me like that? What's up? What are you? Okay, I have an idea. I have an idea. I'm Aside from that, you do not detect. I'm going to try something. A little unusual. Oh, yeah. He is evil. He is lost. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, dear boy. I take him by the hand, <laughs> right? I take him by the hand. I lead him on top of the skull. Sacrifice. And I, I lift him <laughs> on the lips. And I say, give me. I, I actually ask him to give me his hand because I want to prick his hand and get a little bit of that good old evil blood on that skull. That good, good. That good, good. Can I get some of that? I said, dear boy, may I spill some of your sticky icky on top of the skull? <laughs> I'm not going to jerk off on the skull, man. Sip it. No, another fluid, perhaps a um, more sanguine nature. <laughs> may I see your hand? Okay. And I just like, shocked. I poke him and I let some of this blood fall on the skull. See the blood drip out of Dicky, drop onto the stones, stain it a little bit with red, nothing else. Mm. Being that this was clearly created by somebody transcendent from the physical plane, I recommend that we see where a third eye would lie on the skull were it a human head. By all means, dear boy. I walk over to that area and try to clear away the growth of where a third eye would lie were this indeed a skull. Sure. So you piece together the skull, um, its shape as best as you could, go to its third eye, poke around, again, push away some ashes from the brambles that were burnt away. Um, you clear out like a five-foot area or so, just hit stone. Okay. I go I go back down to where we climbed up. Okay. And because when I was climbing, I felt stone. You did. I chopped some of the, the vines away. All right. Um, how big of an area are you going to do? And we just using uh, some kind of bladed weapon? Yeah, I have chop- a short sword that I'm chopping with. Okay. Just like, like, like imagine I'm clearing like jungle path or something sure. like that. Right, so you uh, start where you climbed up and start to make your way from there. Um, and then what would kind of be in like the, uh, I guess, direction you, on like the west side, um, kind of near the corner, um, on the shorter side, the 200-yard side, okay. um, the corner there, uh, you chop away a decent size um, of amount of the brambles, um, and you find what appears to be like a seam there. Um, it's almost like there's a door oh. or something. Dickie! <laughs> Dickie! <laughs> what have you found? <laughs> I know it was something. <laughs> I found a door or a seam. Looking at it, kind of pushing it away a little bit uh, more, um, 
there's just kind of like a stone stuck um, in this uh, opening. You push it away a little bit. You can push away some more. And suddenly you're looking into like a corridor. Oh, shit! I found the way in! <laughs> what have you found? I found, I, I, found I found the corridor. It's a way in. But what else do you want me to say? I go, I go over there and check it out. I follow as well. All right. Uh, you guys head over and peeking in. A, it's a corridor of plain stone, roughly worked. It's dark, full of cobwebs. Both of you guys have infravision, um, so you can kind of see down the hallway a little bit. Your infravision. Who guys? Oh, well, and the, the half oh, line guys yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. All the non humans have. What does 60 degree mean? 60 feet. 60 feet. Got it. Um, that's the range of your infravision. Oh, magical, <laughs> magical weapons glow in first edition. They, sh- they shed light equivalent to a torch. Oh, so I have a plus one. Does that matter? Does that matter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's so you can wing pull that hammer up. Um, so you guys are are, are staring in. Um, a wand does not glow. Oh, okay. Just a weapon. What about? Oh, okay. I will draw my axe. Uh, uh, plus one, and it also glows. So uh, you're staring in. Uh, so it's corridor of plain stones, roughly work, dark, full of cobwebs. Looking up, you can't make out like the ceiling. It looks like it's maybe. 15, 20 feet. So there's an opening that goes in and then it opens up. You can't see the ceiling. There's so many like cobwebs hanging strands up there as well. Um, however, you can see to the end of the hallway. Well, it looks to be about 30 feet or so. Um, and at the end of that hallway, you see this door. Oh. I look at ornate, oh, the hinges. No. The hinges are ornately uh, wrought iron. Uh, there's two panels on the door, and there is a uh, transom over it with some real nasty looking shit. Get ready. That looks like a face. Get ready for lots of these. Oh, is that a lintel? Oh. No, yeah. I, no, I want to investigate the walls and see if there's any writing on them, strange symbols, anything like. So, that. are you going inside the passage? Let's at least take first. A I'm right. just looking specifically no, at the going. walls. Walls and ceiling without actually going down the corridor yet, just investigating the walls as far as I can see. Any writing, any stones out of place? You're walking in there? No, not yet. Just walking. So Sam peers in um, from the outside. Um, The cobwebs are all over the place. There's kind of long strands of like fibrous materials. It looks like it's kind of natural or something, kind of draping the walls. Um, and leading down to that door at the end. You don't see any writing. You don't see anything particularly unusual, you know, aside from the fact there's a hallway here with a door at the end of it. Yeah. The, whip, the whip gives Sam a shove in and follows her in as well. <laughs> okay. Hey, she says. Uh, so you guys drop, you drop down a couple feet um, through the opening uh, and find yourselves in this hallway that goes about 30 feet um, to the double doors at the end. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing? Uh, Sam and the Whip have bravely gone forth for adventure, I already counting the gold they'll retrieve. Indeed. I jump in. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, Rub? We going in? Absolutely. <laughs> I, are you older? I'm very old. I have. <laughs> you know how old I am. All right. So it sounds like told you fa- everyone. I, I, kind of, I kind of wandered off uh, north of the of the third eye and slid down the other side, and I'm wandering back around. All right. So you're making your way around. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming back in. I'm a meander because right. uh, I'm getting the sense that there's some original um, detailing, which is very important for renters at this point. Um, 
for condos, so I, I want to check all this out. Okay. So you guys start to make your way back there. The five of you guys are in the hallway. Sam, the whip, you guys are in the lead. You see this door 30 feet ahead, cobwebs covering the ceiling um, along the walls as well, some loose fibrous strands. Um, and uh, you, you, there's enough daylight coming in that even without your magical weapons, you can make out some stuff. But with the weapons, with the dark vision, you feel like you can kind of see everything um, that's around you. So I, um, I turn to Whip. And I say, Whip, uh, is transom or lintel? Mm. I believe. I believe that's a lintel. Um, I always was under the impression that a transom was but a very large lintel. <laughs> How, either way, the, the details exquisite. Well, most definitely. Transom goes over a passageway. A lintel goes over a door. Well, well no one needs to be pedantic. <laughs> uh, I find that... Uh, but uh, they will think... I think fun. windows have lintels as well. Uh, windows have you. lintels? Yeah. yeah. What, is, what is but a window but a passageway? A lintel is a passageway. A window above a door. A window above a door. That, I, uh, that seems a bit... Breathing. <laughs> so, what shall, okay. shall it be? Uh, Sam is the, the, the illustration. You're doing. Oh, yeah, sure. Sam, you seem primed for adventure. Sam is going to draw her axe and cast, I think, Detect Invisibility to okay. see if there's any traps laying about sure. in this long hallway. So, this won't necessarily reveal traps, it will reveal invisible things. Okay, I see. Well, that's a good Which start. certainly could be a trap. Yes, indeed. Uh, I say, stand back, everyone. I'm going to see if there's anything invisible waiting to attack us. Oh, I hate what level illusionist are you? Five? Uh, six. 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 So it'll last about three minutes um, once you uh, cast it, and it reveals things that aren't invisible. Um, right. So you cast Detect Invisible if you want to cross it off or something because you yeah. no longer have it. Um, looking around this uh, corridor, you do I not would... notice anything invisible. Okay. Does anyone know Detect Magic? I do, but I'm not back yet. Oh, wait, do I have detect magic? I think, uh, yes, I have detect magic. But I'm kind of wandering my way back, so. Quark. Okay, um. Who can detect auras in this group? I have an an idea. Um, alright, so above the door, in the little or, um, whatever we were calling it, um, hotly debated, we'll go to Reddit for that one. (laughs) Um, it looks like on both sides of the upper corner, there's two like bullseye looking things. Um, I take my sling of seeking and just like whip a rock at the rightmost one. Right, when you roll a d20 and add your attack roll to it. Okay. You can really see they're different. Like that is a side. 16. Inverse of each other. All right, uh, your sling of seeking magically guided sails in. Um, you hit the bullseye on the lintel. Um, and bing! Then your rock sling stone just hits the ground. Uh, try the other side. Oh. You sure you want to uh, it's, a seven, it's high, so it's Same thing. Okay. Hmm. Has um, anyone considered opening the door? Are you yelling from the outside or have you gone I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm behind everyone, but yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the, the passage. Okay. Well, well, yeah, yeah, so go ahead. I noticed an asymmetry <laughs> in the eyes of the beast <laughs> trying on top of the door. No, no, no. You guys are surely I do not really. Oh, okay. This the left eye is a pupil and the right eye doesn't. Oh, you know. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's yeah. Kind of yeah. to They're slightly yeah. different. Since well, there's like, nothing invisible and you're So the seven of you guys are gathered in this 30-foot hallway. Doors at the end. 
Uh, you feel a cold wind blowing in. 